Hey, Dr. Bill Sinyard here. Here's a short clip from my Valentine's Gospel Rant series, What's Love Got to Do With It on LifeAudio.com. Check it out in February. We have become so confused about love, something that important, and yet it's actually so often misunderstood and misrepresented and, and often destructive and harmful. So what is love really? Check it out. Here's a short clip. So when people begin to fall in love, their brains become active in a couple of key regions. These are the same areas that become active with other things like sex and food and drugs and music, right? Sex, drugs, rock and roll. In brain scans, these areas light up when you're falling in love. Chemicals associated with the reward circuit flood your brain. They produce a variety of physical and emotional responses and light speed, by the way. So racing hearts, sweaty palms, flushed cheeks, feelings of passion and anxiety, a desire to, to write horrible poetry, to text people 20 times a day. Look, it may sound strange, but the beginning of romantic love is associated with the stress response that's triggered by your hypothalamus. And you know that nervous excitement and anxiety you feel while you're falling for someone? During the initial stages of falling in love, your stress levels skyrocket. I mean, you've heard of cortisol, the stress hormone most familiar with the fight, flight, freeze cycles. Our body recognizes love as a crisis that must be managed. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. As cortisol levels rise, the levels of the neurotransmitter serotonin become depleted. This leads to what one scholar refers to as the intrusive maddening, preoccupying thoughts, hopes, and terrors of early love. (laughs) Not exactly a Hallmark card or a Disney Channel movie. It's two people who become OCD, obsessive-compulsive disorder, right? And it is a disorder. That's how your brain sees it. They, They can only focus on one person, one thing. You can't live that way, but tell that to people in love, right? And then as you fall more deeply in love, you're brain becomes engorged in dopamine. This is the good stuff. Dopamine is associated with your body's reward system. This makes love a ridiculously desirable feeling. You get dope highs when there's other things, right? Like chocolate and jogging, but also cocaine, crystal meth. It's the brain chemical that uncontrolled will lead to addiction. It's good. I mean, you you want it. Uh, Life without dopamine is not a good thing. I'll say more. And that kicks off a bigger reward circuit. So the more you are with the other and talk to each other, the more pleasure your brain is experiencing. And your brain is linking being with the other with uh, this dopamine hit. And when you separate, you go through a bit of a withdrawal. Doesn't that explain so much? The immediate pleasure, the euphoria goes away. You need a hit of something. And in one study, (laughs) again, not Hallmark, Male fruit flies who were separated from their female counterparts, they drank four times as much alcohol as fruit flies that were with female fruit flies. (laughs) How many times in weddings have you heard the words, you're like fruit flies, you're jonesing for each other, but that's what happens inside of our brain. And as romance grows, your brain releases even more chemicals. There's oxytocin, there's vasopressin, and these deepen your feelings of attachment. They make you feel closer to one another. Uh, By the way, little known fact, they actually cause you to like others around you less. So you love the person 
you're in love with more and you love the people around you less. Isn't that interesting? Not quite sure what to do with that. So anyway, you're inundated with feelings of contentment, calmness, security, all good. And it produces this internal desire for long-term monogamous relationship. This is how God made us. That's science speak for faithfulness. But honestly, it's your brain and brain chemicals kicking off when you're in a relationship. You become addicted to this, this person, this particular person. It's what God does. It, it's, it's a gift. Uh, here's an actual popular card. I met you. I like you. I love you. I'm keeping you. But neuroscientifically, we could rewrite that. I met you. My brain released dopamine. It felt good. I want more. Happy Valentine's. Well, if you found that interesting, you're going to love all three podcasts. Check them out on thegospelrantlifeaudio.com. Take heart, child of God. I'm Don Hawkins, and I once heard Chick-fil-A founder Truett Cathy say, you can tell if a person needs encouragement, check to see if they're breathing. I'd like to invite you to my weekly podcast, Encouragement for You, featuring encouraging guests like Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley, Dan Cathy, the late Dr. Frank Menrith, Josh McDowell, and more. To subscribe to my weekly Encouragement for You podcast, go to lifeaudio.com. That's lifeaudio.com.